Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Friday, September 29th, 2023, and this is episode 534 of the Lost Project Podcast, where we're defining norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled, What Are You Doing Already? Start Making It Pay, and it's brought to you by Fiverr. Today, I'm going to be chatting about ways to make some side cash with stuff you're already doing, things you already have the supplies for stuff you're probably doing for yourself and someone else is willing to pay you to do. I just have a big old list, so we'll brainstorm through that, chat about it, and we will try to give away 30,000 Satoshis today. But first, let's grab that cup of coffee, catch up on what's going on, and have a little chat, and we will dive into that topic in just a little bit. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Uh, Before we say good mornings, let's get... uh, Let's get this hashtag rolling and get uh, the 30K giveaway all fired up. Today, I'm going to go with what's in the cup. Finished up that, uh, finished up the last bag yesterday before I headed out to hang out at Delinquent's Gully. And today, opened up a new bag. And man, it's a good one. It's a winner for the next nine French presses. We are going to go with hashtag silver bullet hashtag silver bullet in the comments in uh any of the comments facebook youtube twitch and twitter will get you entered in for that thirty thousand satoshi giveaway hit hashtag silver bullet ah man man oh man if you haven't had it i know james just got a bunch in uh james just got a bunch that he he got a pound with his uh, six pounds and an ounce order. And uh, he said he was was going to break into it. And he says it never slows you down, man. This stuff is good. Uh, Brian worked his magic for sure with this. Uh, And not just, not just, um, not just a flavor, the visual on it too is, is fantastic. So I'm excited to drink it for the next week or so. And uh, let's see who's hanging out. Good morning, Cormac. How we doing? Uh, hanging Laundry, thanks for stopping in. Gingerbread, hanging out before the show with uh, the Philippine Nomad and Pip. Uh, thanks for stopping in. Sorry about the confusion with the time of the show. Man, I didn't know it until I showed up and you guys were all complaining that uh, that it wasn't scheduled for the right time. And I fixed it right away. For you guys, right away um mike philippine nomad thanks for stopping msu rifle always nice to have you in the morning joe blakesley acres greenberry grove all right getting rolling with that 10k giveaway uh it's gonna be 30k hey we're already up to seven man if scrambling shows up with all his accounts we're definitely giving this shit away today ah all right all right so uh, gingerbread farm says it's the different color beans. Yeah. Uh, he really went with a really dark oily mixed with a light, um, very light drier. Uh, I want to say drier looking. It's not like dried out, but uh, one of the beans in there, super oily, dark, shiny, and rich. And the other one is a lighter blend, 
uh, lighter tan and um, it looks drier, duller uh, finish on the bean. And when they're mixed together and they're sitting in the in the grinder, in the bag or wherever you're uh, wherever you're having those whole beans, you just look at it and it's like, whoa, that's pretty cool. And then when you grind it, make it and drink it, you can almost feel that um, you can almost feel the uh, difference in flavors battling on your tongue. And it's 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 good. I, I was blown away. We talked about it. We were kind of, it was just an experiment with the silver sale. I was going back and forth on what to do with uh, the five extra one ounce coins that come with it. Brian's like, hey, why don't we do this blend? I was like, sure, dude, I'll give it a try. Uh, he sends me coffee every month with my coffee order. He was threw some in. And man, it was a winner from the start. I don't think we we don't I don't think we played much with that one right from the first sample came out, and it uh, man, it was it was fantastic. So super premium, high end, and now available on the Food Forest Farms website. You just go to the general store drop down, and you see the Lots Project there. All our blends that we've come up with for uh, our brand are there. Uh, one for each of the dogs, and then a couple for the Lots Project. So. I appreciate you checking it out, guys. Uh, if you want, you're listening to this show in the morning and uh, or the podcast after. Uh, I do have a special discount over there at Fresh Food Forest Farms. I uh, publicly advertise um, in blog posts, everything in written form. Uh, lots 5 is for 5% off there all the time. Site-wide, whole thing, 5% off. Lots 5. Lots, the number 5. <laughs> but man, if you're listening, audio only, I'm not going to put it down in print. Um, just a special fly by uh, fly by the seat of your pants right now. Try lots 10. Um, if you want to order some coffee and give it a try. And I think that's a one time use thing per IP address. So eh, give it a try. See if it works for you and uh, and save 10% off already super affordable premium coffee. Uh, for what it is, for sure, for what it is. So uh, that's in the cup, man. I uh, I get jacked up when I uh, when I drink that. When I get to drink it, it's uh, it's exciting. It tastes phenomenal. So um, yeah, sorry about running my mouth about it all the time. Uh, what do we have in this uh, coffee chat today? Uh, yesterday, super busy day. I got to see my buddy Toolman Tim. Uh, we got uh, we headed out for a little bit of a work day. He's down here for just under a week, I think. Uh, and yesterday was first day out working on the property together. Um, property, if you don't know the property he has down here in Tennessee, we've been hanging out here doing some work out there for him since he's up in Alberta and uh, can't be down here working on himself. Kind of formulated a plan when he was down here. Things went a little, things went a little different. He ended up picking up a third property, a third uh, slice of the pie right next to his other two. Changed, uh, changed the dynamics of things there a little bit. And so Tim was coming down for SRF and prepper camp and his whole, um, his whole speaking engagement tour road trip down here. He made uh, time to stop for a week around here and uh, really get out there, get some work done with me. Uh, and, and formulate a, um, a hardcore plan for for what he wants what he wants out of the property I uh, kind of laid out the vision I had for things that I could do with it to make it um, 
make it generate a little income uh, when it's not being used and in uh, and then both working together to accomplish his goals and my goals. I think it's going to be a great, great project. So um, morning, Kyle. Thanks for stopping in. Not too late today. Not too late. That was a nice bear you uh, posted a picture of yesterday. Finally, somebody stopped shooting cubs out there in New Hampshire. Uh, anyway, Tim and I uh, got out there in the morning and, uh, man, took a long walk all over the property, kind of um, reevaluated things, or I shouldn't say reevaluated, looked, um, <laughs> Pip says, Tim's U.S. summer tour. Basically, basically, I think he's down here for like 40 days or something. That's a, that's a significant tour, I would say. Uh, but we kind of looked at things with the new property, um, the the new property added on. Uh, when Becky and Tim were here before, we evaluated with his two five-acre parcels. So it was 10 acres next to each other. They added on a third, um, and it changed things up. It changed things up enough that uh, I got excited. Uh, I talked about it on the show. There was, uh, there was now access. Um, vehicle access with a little bit of work come to find out there's vehicle access before um when a canadian Cana crazy canadian comes down here and uh, says man I'm, I'm going for it talk about that in a second but um we i wanted to really take some time when he got down uh, i had been exploring quite a bit with the new property and kind of trying to figure out how to tie it all together and I just wanted to share thoughts with him. I wanted him to be on site, have eyes on it, and and really decide and make some decisions. Because in the end, it's his property. In the end, I'm just doing some work and uh, visualizing some things that could help him. Um, man, cover the taxes, make a little bit of money. I think I think that property is going to uh, to be a decent money maker for him. Uh, so. Walked the property, took a good probably hour, two hours, walked around, really, really dialed in the the course of action. We got a work day coming up here in a couple of weeks and um, and things like that. So we did that. Uh, we had a bunch of lumber. We're going to build outhouse. Uh, we're going to frame that out today, I think. We're going to build an outhouse and try to build a small structure out there while he's in town. Uh, at least get the sites clear, cleared, get the lumber, and um, and we're figuring out how to do that. <laughs> now, this is raw property. It's an easement road. Uh, Tim's way at the end of the easement road. It's not like there's driveways or anything. Uh, there's this pretty significant ditch going into where we had cleaned out. We were thinking it was going to be a heavy equipment uh, type operation to put a driveway in and a parking lot. Sorry, guys, my nose is itching. I have a hair stuck in one. Hold on one second. Mm, it's not going to come. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, ah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, so we thought we were going to be humping lumber in all the way from the, from the easement road. We, I didn't think we were going to get in there. Uh, we grabbed the chainsaw, kind of walked the path. We walked the path up to where he wants his main structure eventually uh, and really cleared out some deadfalls, some some stuff that had just been falling across the path that normally when you're just on a hike, you can just walk over it. But if we were carrying lumber, carrying materials and stuff, we were going to want them out of there. So we walked through, we cleared that path, and then we looked at the ditch and evaluated that. And uh, Tim's like, 
let's give her a try. We got two trucks. We can always yank it out. We can yank it out if it gets stuck down in there. No problem. We both, I got F-250. He's got a, he's got a big old, uh, he's got a big old honking truck too. So we're like, all right, he's got the, the bed full and sure as shit, right through the ditch, down, up the trail, uh, backed up right where we want to put the outhouse, which is a significant distance towards the, where we want the main structure. So, uh, and there is no getting, getting his truck up there. Uh, we evaluated it and we can't go over a little ravine with a Creek in it, things like that. But we did manage to get lumber a significant way to the site. Uh, and I really think it's, uh, with the new path with clearing all the, the deadfall trees across the path, I think, um, I think that walk gets really easy. And I think we avoided the worst of the carrying things. So we will see, we will see, we're going to head out there, uh, this morning, um, uh, got all the, the two by fours unloaded there. We're going to get that, uh, like I said, get that outhouse framed out. We got to do some adjustments to the plans to kind of accommodate what we want to do with it. So it'll be a fun day of um, of cutting and and putting things together and uh, doing some brain work and adjusting things for our needs. So that's the plan today. Uh, we worked out a schedule. I think uh, we're going to do some work uh, this weekend a little bit and then uh, the, the beginning of next week. Greenberry Grove says stay hydrated. Yeah, my man, Toolman, he uh, he shows up with coolers of water bottles. It's fantastic. Cold water. Uh, whenever I go out to work, I bring uh, I bring my stainless water bottle um, and then another extra gallon of water. But man, mine, mine's warm. Toolman shows up. He's got a cooler full of ice with uh, bottled water in it. He's like tossing me them. I'm like, all right, man, this is this is pretty nice. The Canadian comes down and and provides. The Canadian provides for sure. So. That was uh it was good morning or good day, man. We spent we spent the the majority of the day out there. Uh, got a lot of catching up done and a lot of bullshitting that uh, just isn't it isn't online type of stuff. There's something about getting getting uh, getting together in person and um, you you have better conversations, I think. And and I really appreciate Tim and and advice he gives me and, and advice he takes from me. I think we have a really great working relationship and friendship. So. I really like it when uh, when he's down and around here and then we get to work together. So, man, it's uh, it's going to be a good day. I think it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be hot um, all the way through the times he's here. So, um, yeah, we'll take it easy. We'll we'll get some work done, have some fun. And then as things cool off, uh, I can just keep progressing on the property. Great part about me being down here and him being up there is I can keep I can keep um, keep working when he's back in Canada. So. Anyway, guys, let me uh, let me peek over here real quick. Oh man, nine entries already before we even get to the topic of the day. Uh, but we are up at fifteen minutes. Let me pop this up here one more time. If you guys want to enter, if you haven't entered into the thirty k giveaway, uh, hashtag Silver Bullet in any comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter. We'll get you entered in. One more person pops in in the next, uh, oh, 40 minutes or so when we're giving away 30,000 Satoshis at the end, random drawing. Um, so jump on, jump on in. I will mention it here a little bit, but today I wanted to get into the topic of, um, I guess it's side hustles, I guess was what popped up on the random topic generator. Um not ran in the random number generator when I was when I was laying out my topics for three weeks. 
And I I got thinking, and Tim Tim actually is a big proponent of this. A lot of people in the community are. But, um, man, I'm reaching a lot of new listeners. And so I wanted to go back. Um, I, I wanted to go back and kind of touch on the fact you're probably already doing things that you can spin out a side hustle. Not necessarily hobbies. We talked about hobbies and, and really how to make a hobby into a side hustle and the cautions there of uh, ruining your hobby and making it so that uh, you don't enjoy it anymore and and the trap there but um today i wanted to talk about some ideas if you're looking to make a little extra money you're looking to spin out a, a consistent side hustle and possibly even end up doing it full time if you enjoy it but there's lots of things you're doing already uh, that you enjoy doing or you tolerate doing that other people can't stand. And so I just started doing a brainstorming list and we'll get to it here in a minute. But man, I think it's like 25 or 30 different things off the top of my head that were like, hey, this is something you're probably doing for yourself. And if you don't mind doing it, maybe throw an ad out there and uh, and maybe somebody else will pay you to do it for them. Um, we'll get, that, get to that in a second here. But before that, I wanted to talk about uh, some ways that you guys can help support the Lots Project by using products and services that um, that show up, um, that show or excuse me, that I put in the in the in the show notes and I put uh, and I talk about on the show. But they're products and services that we're associated with. That if you use them, we get a little kickback. A lot of uh, the times it'll be Amazon things, uh, Amazon products through our affiliate link. Today it is, um, it's Fiverr. It's Fiverr. Um, let's take a second and I can tell you a little bit about Fiverr and what it is. Basically, it is a list of freelancers and contractors online willing to do work for you. If you're going to be starting up a side hustle, that's what we're talking about today. That's why I brought you Fiverr. Um, you might need a logo. You might need some web web design work. You might need social media management at some point. But anywhere from just one-off jobs to uh, big long-term projects, you can find somebody on Fiverr that's going to do it. Uh, talented professionals from all over the world doing anything, like I said, from logo design to social media management and a bunch more. It's easy to use. It's easy to sign up. It's easy to find what you need done and review multiple people. It's not just one person there offering logo design. You get to choose. They show uh, samples of their work and most of them are pretty affordable. But if you take your time and hunt, you're really going to find some affordable folks. If you are hearing about Fiverr, Fiverr for the first time, you've never used it, and you're thinking about maybe you could find something on there that you need done that might be a little bit easier to pay for than you doing or learning yourself, check out my affiliate link in the show notes, click on it and sign up and start using Fiverr today. I appreciate you doing it and it helps me for sure. Um, and now let's get on with this topic of the day. I'm going to be right back, guys. I'm going to take care of one second. All right. Um, all right. So where was I with? Um, so the, the title of the episode is, what are you doing already? Uh, start making it pay. 
the philosophy here, and this is something that um, this is something that I have kind of been immersed in since I was a little kid. Um, I I told you guys that man, when I was a little kid, my dad sent me out outside the country club with a bucket of water, soap, and water with a scrub brush, and and told me to clean guys' uh, golf clubs when they were done playing. I was a little kid, like who's gonna say no to a couple bucks to a little kid? Uh, that really kind of spurred the, the entrepreneur spirit in me as I grew up, as I was older, I did, you know, the neighborhood thing, the shovel driveway for a little money or mow a lawn for some money. Um, but I also kind of got into what a lot of people are spinning out into handyman businesses. <laughs> I had, I had, uh, I had some people that would hire me as a teenager to clean their pool or um, rake, clean up their yard and and things like that. Things that they didn't have time to do, they didn't want to do. Uh, but I was available uh, as a child, as a child, as a kid, um, looking to stay. This has been something that I've I've done pretty much. I would say my whole life uh, is finding these things to make a little side cash. Uh, and you never know. You never know. And they might spin off into something bigger. But man, you're doing stuff right now that people will pay you to do. I sat back. I talked to Tim about it a little bit yesterday, but I sat back and I made a list. And Tim, uh, some other community members, they have all kind of jumped on this 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 wagon of really putting themselves out there to do work that, um, man, somebody just doesn't want to do. Um. And so I sat down and I made a list and we'll probably probably grab a bunch in the comments as we go. Uh, if you guys have anything like this in this vein that uh, that you're thinking that you're not that you don't see on my list, throw it in the comments in in all caps. I will be sure to start it and add it in at the end or at least uh, at least discuss it through the through the show. But um, man, let's let's get going. Matt, if you have a house. Uh, or even an apartment that has a yard and you're mowing your grass, you have a lawnmower, you have a weed eater, you have something to make your yard look the way uh, your neighbors want. I wasn't uh, I wasn't a big proponent of mowing grass. I, I, I like to let it go natural for the, the benefits of the, the ecosystem. But man, you're mowing your yard. Um, mow somebody's yard. Somebody's got a yard that you can mow and they're going to pay you a significant amount of money to do it. How much would you pay if you didn't, if you despised mowing your yard? How much would you pay? How much would you pay to have it done? And if you're like, oh my God, I'd pay $100. I would pay $100, no problem to have somebody mow my lawn. Somebody knocked on your door and said, hey, I, I'll do it for 40 bucks. What would you do? You'd be like, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, you look at it and I think there's a stigma... <laughs> clean their pool yeah uh there's a stigma like it's got to be kids walking up and, and asking to mow lawn to, to get the work um i think i think anybody can do it i mean knock on a door bring your lawnmower man start in your neighborhood walk down the street with your lawnmower stop and knock on the door or don't even bring the mower i mean if you do that's that's a sure sign that you're ready to work uh and stop at somebody's yard that is ready to be mowed and go from there. Go from there.
Hey, look at that. Look at that pack already. I don't know what's going on here uh, with the internet. And I listened back to the show yesterday. And even though it didn't cut out, mm, it's uh, Starlink's really irritating me lately. And I think I might need to move my dish. I think we've been here long enough that uh, the signal direction has changed. I think. I think. So. Oh, it's Friday, guys. It is Friday. Um, so Kyle says running woven wire fence. Yeah, he was out doing that yesterday. He is uh, he's a masochist and likes running fence. He likes doing fencing. Um, I despise doing fencing. If somebody had showed up and said, hey, uh, I just saw you put all that fence, that uh, woven wire fence in. Do you need any more done? And if I had any to do, I would have definitely built that into the budget to have it done. I would have bought materials. And that's something people will buy materials where you do stuff. So let's get on. I did mow, uh, mowing lawns. Kyle's talking about woven wire fence. Um, man, Yozik over. I talked to you. I talk about Yozik here on these side hustle days because I, I am just still super impressed by the dude's side hustle um, mentality and uh, and his hustle for in general and all the stuff he gets done and accomplished. Uh He's he's done quite a bit of quote unquote, I guess it would be landscaping work, uh, just just stopping and asking people to, um, you know, freshen up their flower beds, adding more mulch, weeding things out, adding mulch, planting plants in the spring or in the summer, whenever it's appropriate uh, in the fall, doing bulbs, uh, doing general gardening, landscaping gardening uh, is definitely something that people like to have in their yard they like to have the flower beds they like to have all the beautiful things but they don't have the time to take care of it um if you have time you enjoy gardening you enjoy doing that type of stuff man someone will pay you to do it someone will pay you and it doesn't have to be um <laughs> it doesn't have to be uh it doesn't have to be full time Maybe you're I, I, this mentality that, man, if I'm going to try and go make some money, it's got to be the thing. Uh, I've, I've run into a lot of people that way. I've talked to them about this and, the, and they're like, well, I can only make, you know, a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks a month, man. A hundred bucks a month is a hundred bucks a month. In my opinion, um, if you want to buy something and you really want to work for it, you want to upgrade your side hustle game and you want to buy tools, but you don't want to dump any money into it. Maybe you want to buy a riding mower uh, and stop push mowing your yard. Well, go use your push mower and make some money. Make, uh, make do enough yards to buy that rider to do your own yard and then flip that into uh, now you can, you can make more on the side hustle than buy something else. Uh, those are just kind of the progressions that I think um, that I think about it. Uh, so let's see. I hit grass mowing, weeding flower beds. Man, right now is a great time to walk around and do fall cleanup for people. Rake leaves, uh, put to get, uh, put to bed flower gardens. Uh, like I said, flower uh, weeding flower beds and cleaning them up and planting. But add on that fall cleanup, getting the leaves out of there, maybe mulching it, depending on. Um, of what kind of plants it is, uh, putting to bed gardens, um, flower beds, mulching them, whatever process they want uh, want done to put their garden to bed for the winter. Um, 
So that fall cleanup and shutting down property, <laughs> like putting to bed the lawn, maybe they want to aerate it. Really, don't ever, don't ever not consider doing a job. If you start talking, so here's the deal. You start talking to people, you start mowing their yard, you start talking about other things that you know how to do. You're going to come up with other work. At this point, you might need some equipment. Maybe they're like, hey, um, last year I got my air, uh, yard aerated and I really uh, I really liked the way it turned out. And man, call, call up the local rental place. There's some place renting a yard aerator in your neighbor, in your area. Ask them how much it is. Ask them how much it is. Figure out how much time it's going to take you to go pick it up, to go bring it there, to run it, um, add in the fee to, to rent it, bump up a little bit, uh, add in your time to go get it, add in your time to do the job and return the aerator and throw a price at them. You would be surprised what people will pay when they don't need to do it. Um backwards butcher says that's cigarette money yeah man yeah man um backwards butcher says he gets lost in the youtube videos of the guys cleaning up the overgrown lawns yeah the overgrown lawns what do they use they use hand tools they use some mowers i mean as they progress as they get better at it they're going to um uh they're going to get better equipment they're gonna get faster they're gonna get more efficient uh hunter says that that's his mental hurdle is pricing oh man you and uh uh you and a lot of other people hunter don't don't feel alone in that um uh, me myself actually uh, tim and i had a, a discussion about that in a situation that i have going on currently uh and valuing yourself i I think you you really have to be in the understanding that more people are going to say yes than you think. And it's okay if people say no. Just because people say no, it isn't because of the price. It's an evaluation of the value that's going to bring that's going to bring to them. Maybe your price is a little too high uh, because they're not that lazy or they're, they don't hate the job that much. Or, you know, they just haven't been getting around to it. But the realization that it's going to cost them $100 motivates them to do it. That doesn't say that your price is wrong. It doesn't say that you're valuing yourself wrong. It means that it wasn't right for that person. Knock on the next door and someone might, that, that might be their value point. Now, if you're consistently never doing any work and you're trying to charge $1,000 to mow city lots, you might want to reconsider that, but really decide what you want to value your time at, what you want, what you need out of a day, what you need to do the job for someone else. And that's your price. Maybe it's too high. So you don't do that work. Like I was saying at the beginning, these things are things that you're doing already that you don't mind doing. I'm going to get down here to pets in a minute. I'm going to talk about cleaning up dog poop. Um, Toolman started doing this and he preaches the the ability of throwing some earbuds in, grabbing a bucket, putting a garbage bag in it and grabbing a, a dog scoop, dog poop scooper and knocking out a yard. People 
despise picking up dog poop. Either they don't mind it and they keep up with it, or they despise it and hate every minute they're out there doing it. They let it get way too much and it spirals. If you can walk in there and offer them a decent fee to pick up, pick up their dog shit, it's a no brainer. And is it really that bad? Like, if you have a dog and you put it off and you put it off and you put it off. Now, I got three St. Bernards. It's a lot. I will tell you, in a, in a frozen Minnesota winter, uh, when you get that thawing lasagna effect, man, and it, it is unreal. But normally when you get out there, you get you get doing it, it really isn't that bad. And like Tim said, you, you, throw, in some, you throw in some earbuds, you knock it out, charge get the job say hey um it's gonna it's this much to do your yard knock it out as fast as you can make your per hour rate charge by the job and work fast <laughs> as is my opinion um let's see let's see let's see uh hanging laundry says uh, artist voiceover songwriting raising poultry caring for old disabled caring for old disabled on a small scale cleaning houses, lawns, thinking of selling chickens, ducks, errands for old people. All right. Well, let me get into my list here a little bit. Uh, so I did mowing grass, weed flower, weeding flower beds, fall cleanup of yards, shutting them down, spring cleanup when, uh, when the snow melts. If you're up in the north, I don't think anybody in the south really experiences this. But man, after the snow sits there, yard could use a really good raking. Uh, things like that. It gets that like scummy, um, moldy stuff in the grass when the snow melts out and it just sits wet and thawing out. Um, opening up flower beds, re-fluffing up the mulch, adding new mulch. All those things that people do in the spring that a lot of people don't have time to do or don't desire doing, but they want their stuff to look nice. They don't want to hire a landscaping company to come in and do it all. They would really like to hire Brian from down the road. Uh, talk to them. Let people know you're doing this. Where do I uh, where do I suggest you tell people you're doing this? Anywhere they are, um, the feed store or not the feed store. That was that's a big uh, here. Here's a hot tip: if you're selling farm stuff, you're selling eggs, you're selling animals, you're selling that. Advertise at the feed store. Uh, what I was gonna say is the hardware store, the gas, the local gas stations. Um, those bulletin boards, those community bulletin boards. People actually look at them. Make yourself up a flyer with the tear-off phone numbers uh, saying what you do. Go door-to-door. -door. You see somebody with a long yard, and you mow lawns, knock on their door. Tell them how much you charge. You see somebody with overgrown flower beds or overgrown gardens in their back, knock on their door. See if they're interested in getting it cleaned up. Get your name out there. Word of mouth after the spiral starts, especially when you're in a small community in a small town, it, 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 it spirals pretty quick. Uh, cleaning windows. Toolman Tim also turned me on to this. You buy a squeegee, you buy a brush and a bucket, and you learn how to do it. Watch some YouTube videos. Clean your own windows a bunch of times. Your wife will love you. Your husband will love you if you're the wife and you're you're cleaning the windows. When you can see out and they're nice and clean because you practiced a skill, it's a win-win. And then go do your neighbors because they don't fucking want to do it. They don't want to do it. They want to pay somebody to have it done. Whether you do just the first floor windows, you do first and second, inside, outside, that's all up to you. Figure out your skill level, figure out your comfortable comfort, uh, comfort level, and go out there and do the first job. 
once you do the first one, it it gets easier. It gets easier for sure. Um, uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see. I'm still. I'm trying to keep up with this. Um, I'm trying to keep up with the comments to make sure. Okay, Backwoods Butcher says he's paying someone $200 for someone to feed his livestock for four days while we're at SRF. Pet sitting, livestock sitting, things like that. Yes, Kyle is paying someone. He is willing. He has to. He has to. And uh, need and desire are two different things. When you need it done, um, man, don't take advantage, but really know. Really know if your customer uh, needs something done or they want something done because it's a totally different ballgame. Uh, try that in a small town. Yeah. Uh, so window cleaning, um, deck staining. You got a pressure washer? Pressure wash and restain decks. Uh, you don't have a pressure washer? See what it costs to rent one. See what it costs to buy one. Buying tools on someone else's dime when you price it into a job. Uh, maybe you don't need to make any profit on the job because you just got a brand new pressure washer for, for washing somebody's driveway. Washing driveways, washing decks washing houses, washing vehicles, washing RVs, things like that. Things that you see people doing out in their yard on a Saturday afternoon. When Bob would rather be playing golf instead of washing his RV, he's willing to pay you to wash his RV. Um, painting, inside, outside, whatever your skill level is, whatever you're comfortable. Maybe you enjoy painting. I fucking hate painting. I hate trimming, uh, doing the trim work and all that. Maybe you love it. Start charging for it. Start charging for the stuff you love doing. Hunter says he loves pressure washing. Man, I think it's super relaxing. Earbuds in, pressure washer. I uh, used to do it a lot for a job uh, back in the day. Man, you get paid to do it. People want the stuff done. Driveways, sidewalks. Uh, Tim and I were talking about this yesterday. Driveway ceiling. I used to do this when I was a kid, 13, 14 years old. Um a bucket you're gonna do better you're gonna do a better job probably probably not as quick but you never know uh, and a cheaper job than the guys coming around with big truck spraying it you're gonna get a roller you're gonna get a brush you're gonna get a squeegee whatever tool you find easiest to use you're gonna buy the buckets of driveway sealer you're gonna set them in the sun you're gonna roll them out you're gonna spread the shit on the driveway you're gonna be careful you're gonna clean up your mess and you're going to charge a shitload of money to do it. Because those guys that come around and do it professionally with the truck and they spray it on and, oh, it's fantastic. You're going to do a better job than they are. And you're going to be able to charge significantly less because you don't have any equipment. Equipment. You basically went and bought a brush from the from the hardware store. And include that in your price. Include that in your price. Figure out how much it costs for these buckets. Get good at estimating how much it's going to take. Do your own driveway to practice. Man, people need that shit done every year, every other year. Repeat customers coming back, coming back. Uh, sealing the driveways. Pruning trees. If you know how to prune trees, if you're on the farm, you have apple trees, you have pear trees, you have whatever, and you've learned how to prune trees properly. I never did. It was something, a skill that I didn't have. But if you know how to do it, man. How easy is it to walk up to somebody's house and say, hey, I see your tree out there. It's dormant. It's time. It's time to prune it. Do you know how to prune it? No, I don't, man. I don't. 
Well, your tree would produce more. It would be more manageable. If you let me go out there, give a couple hours, prune your tree, $300, whatever. I don't even know how much it would cost. I would have paid a significant amount of money if somebody knew what they were doing, walked up and said, hey, I'm going to prune your trees. Know what you're doing, though. Don't kill people's trees. This is what I, these are things that you're already doing for yourself that you know how to do, that you perform the job. Um, uh, Backwoods Butcher says, find yourself a dirty dancing situation where you give an old lady's wife or give an old guy's wife dancing lessons. <laughs> yeah, dancing lessons. Um, tree pruning, hedge trimming. Man, that's really hard to mess up. And if you did, it's like a haircut. It'll grow back. You might have to give them a little discount if it didn't turn out exactly like you want. But squaring up those hedges, squaring up those bushes, trimming that stuff, keeping it looking nice. Anything visually improving, people are willing to pay for. Um, winterizing RVs, man. Uh, it's not hard to do. And you can look around and see what the local shops are charging. It doesn't cost that much. And it doesn't take that much time. Uh, really get good at doing it. Understand what you do. Buy, uh, buy materials in bulk and charge, uh, man, uh, three quarters of what they charge at the RV place. And come and do it at their house. Come and do it at their house. They don't have to take it there. They don't have to bring it home. Uh, RV winterizing and then the opposite in the spring when you um, when you are opening it up, getting it ready for the season. Do the same thing. Look at what these companies are charging for this. You can charge significantly less and still make a decent amount of money. Uh, hauling and moving things. You got a trailer. You got a truck. Uh, any of that. People need shit hauled. Uh, I remember a long time ago, I had a girlfriend whose mom loved me. She loved me. Oh man. I had a little pickup truck. I did all sorts of shit from her shit for her, uh, hauled shit to the dump. I, I moved stuff, this and that. And then man, I sold my truck and her mom fucking hated me. I was valuable because I had a truck that could move things around. You got a truck, you got a trailer. People are willing to pay you to move stuff. Uh, Jack Spierko talks about a guy down there in his neighborhood that's got a trailer. All he does, he doesn't even touch the stuff. All he does is, is sell the service of moving it from point A to point B. You load it on the trailer. I drive it to the other spot. Somebody better be there to take it off. I go to, I go to Home Depot. I pick up your delivery. They load it for me at Home Depot. I drive it to your house. You better have somebody there to take it off or it's going home with me and sitting on my trailer until somebody else takes it off. Um, so there's that hauling things, taking things to the dump, taking things to the garbage, hauling furniture, moving, moving people, college in an apartment, move in, move out the first of the month, the end of the month, people are struggling and trying to move. It's a high stress situation. Their friends don't want to help. They're not going to give them a case of beer. They're not going to buy the food. The friends, what is the old saying? If you want to find out who your true friends are. Ask people to help you move. When nobody shows up, people are willing to pay. People are willing to pay if you want to. If you want to use your strength, your energy to help move their stuff out of their apartment, putting it, uh, putting it, and moving it to the new apartment. College move in, move out. Uh, people are always looking for people to pay to do shit they don't want to do. And one of the things they don't want to do is carry shit. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Kyle, Jesus, split attention. Uh, Kyle says he's trying to pay attention to the show while also watching his little new little boar trying to do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. And Corey says she wants video of the piggies porking. <laughs> All right, so that's college, apartment, move in, move out. People, especially if they're single and they're new to an area or they don't have many friends, things like that, um, things like that, they need help. They need help. And you struggle with your ethical considerations on that, whether you want to just absolutely um, feed on that that desire, that need for help, or if you want to be a decent guy and give them a fair price, that's up to you. That's all on you. But uh, man, they could use a hand. They could use a hand moving. Uh, they might not have a lot of money. They might want to barter. You don't know too. This doesn't, when I'm saying make it pay, that doesn't necessarily have to be monetarily. Maybe they help you. They maybe they have skills. Maybe they can uh, exchange skills, things that you don't want to do, things in this same category that you hate doing that they don't mind. Um, always be open for that. Let me see. Chicken coop, chicken coop cleanouts. Man, I didn't really mind it. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. We did deep litter method and, and winter in Minnesota is super long. So you can imagine, I'm pretty sure we were at two feet or more in, in the, um, in the spring of built up chicken shit, pine chips, and you'd add new ones and it freeze throughout the winter and it'd be a big block of ice in the spring. So as it's melting, you get to a point where it's just unbearable and you have to clear it all out. You have to shovel it all out. That's a lot of stuff. Man, if you don't mind, um, <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, I didn't mind doing it, man. If somebody was paying me to do it, I'd probably do it like uh, like the dog poop thing. Put your earbuds in, shovel it out, have them grab new new bedding, make it all nice, clean up the chicken coop, um, and, and, and do a good job. But people don't necessarily want to do that. People that own chickens aren't necessarily willing. I mean, they have to because they own the animals. They have to care for them. But if they could pay somebody to clean that out, start them a compost pile. Man, spin the chicken coop clean out into a chicken coop clean out and building a compost start a compost system for them to take care of their chicken bedding if they don't have one. You can you can add on, add on, keep building relationships with these customers. I'll tell you when I went uh, a long time ago, I got laid off from a job and there weren't, it was kind of in a downturn. There weren't a whole lot of like entry level blue collar jobs that uh, I was qualified for. <coughs> I needed some money to pay rent. I put an ad on a Craigslist, just general handyman work. Uh, I found, I ended up finding two people that had more work than I could have ever done. Basically, it wasn't enough. It was cash. It wasn't enough to support myself. But man, I could go and work for seven hours every day of the week until I found something. And the guy had work for me to do. And he was willing for me to um, willing to pay me to do it. So the things I did for him, like I said, mowing lawns, cleaning up uh, like the edges of the property. I stained his deck. I pulled out uh, tile in his floor and put them on the stick on tile. 
I did that. I'd never done it before, but how hard it was that he paid me really good money to do it. Um, fixing like his, uh, he had a brick retaining wall that had kind of fallen down. I didn't build the retaining wall. I didn't know how to do that, but I was able to just take the bricks and fit them back in, make it work, look nice. Uh, put mulching, mulch in his, um, mulch in his flower beds, things like that. Hey, good morning, K Bonk. Make sure you, uh, you hit hashtag silver bullet to get in that 10 K giveaway. Uh, it's actually 30 K, excuse me, 30 K giveaway K Bonk, uh, hashtag silver bullet. Uh, so yeah, throw that out on Craigslist, but I was cultivating that relationship and every day I went back and every time I did something satisfactory, he trusted me a little more. He trusted me to do a little bit more, uh, a little more in-depth, um, in-depth jobs or higher skilled jobs. You have to build that relationship and build that confidence. And man, once you do and you're that guy's handyman, he'll call you. He'll call you to ask you to do things. Um, let's see. I'm down to the pets again. I talked about dog poop cleanup, man. Dog poop cleanup is is gold because everyone hates to do it. It's not hard to convince people to let, let you pick up their dog poop for money. Uh, another thing, though, is, man, walk dogs. Start walking dogs. Walk one dog in the afternoon. Maybe maybe walk two dogs in the afternoon. People don't want to go take their dog for a walk when they get home from work. But the dog needs a walk. People can see the benefit in that. Um, man, do one free. See how the dog likes you. See how you like the dog. See how the owner thinks the dog behaves after a walk. Maybe it's better. and Maybe they're like, holy God, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I'm going to pay you to walk my dog every day for the rest of my life. Dog sitting, people are going to go out of town. Pet sitting, livestock sitting, like uh, like Backwoods mentioned earlier. He's paying somebody 200 bucks for four days. 25 bucks a day to come over and drop feed. It's not bad. It's not bad when you think about it. Pet sitting. Uh, one of the things that we did, Corey did dog sitting, uh, a site that you might want to check out if you're interested in doing that that really takes care of um, scheduling, booking, advertising, and insurance, things like that, is Rover, R-O-V-E-R, Rover.com, I believe. Uh, basically, it's like um, it's like the, the Uber of pet sitters. Uh, you go on, there's a calendar, you sign up, you, you find somebody in your area, there's listings, and, uh, and you book a stay. Rover takes their cut, but it's like anything, man. They throw your advertising out there. People are there seeking pet sitters. Uh, it's the easy button when setting that up. And like I said, they cover the insurance and all of the, the legalities and things. So if you want to get into pet sitting and start checking that out, I would I would suggest checking Rover out for sure. I don't have an affiliate or anything like that. I just think it's a great service. Corey used it. I think, um, I think if we were still in in minnesota we would be still doing that service for sure um let me move on real quick before we get into that drawing i got some maintenance type things that uh, some ideas to think about if you know how to do them if you enjoy doing them uh people either love or hate these things how about um how about fix it type stuff like i said i did for the guy uh from craigslist uh water heater do you know how to swap in a water heater man if you can do basic plumbing and you have uh, a minute to look at uh, a YouTube and refresh and things like that, 
changing water heaters is super easy. Uh, I'm talking about the big tank water heaters. I've never done a tank. I shouldn't say that. I have a tankless outside my trailer. I set up and tear down every time we move. Um, so that is that is super easy uh, to do. Make sure you know what you're doing. Um, be sure that people understand you're not a plumber, that you're a handyman. Um, be sure that they understand your situation. Uh, this is a peer-to-peer type of thing. When it comes to uh, insurance, uh, when it comes to licensing, when it comes to things like that, um, it gets very gray. It gets very gray area. So do your due diligence in your area when it gets to these higher skilled things um, and where you might need a plumbing license, where you might need an electrical license, or you might be working with someone that doesn't care about that, that doesn't care about that. Um, K-Bong says anoid, anoid slaps or snap swaps, uh, anode, anode swap, uh, in the, the water heater doing that water heater flushes. Yes. Things like that. Uh, routine maintenance, uh, furnace air filters. You can buy them bulk on Amazon and get a really good price and you can charge somebody to come in and and slip a new filter in, pop it out. A lot of people, a lot of homeowners don't even know where it is, where how to get to it, how to change it. Man, if you come in and say, hey, uh, $50 for a new filter, I come in and change it, I'll do it on a schedule, we'll set it up uh, every other month or whatever the, the need is for your area. And you just show up, you knock on the door, you go down and literally, guys, it takes 30 seconds charge whatever you think is appropriate. Get a bunch of people on a block, buy a case of filters and go install them. Bam, 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 right after each other. Um, yeah, so changing the changing furnace filters, fixing drywall, I won't do it. I will pay you to do it. I hate drywall. Um, Doorknobs, uh, changing out uh, a light fixture, whatever. Whatever you feel comfortable doing, whatever you're good at doing, um, look at those handyman things. Put those services out there on, on Facebook, on Craigslist, and list specifically the things you're comfortable with doing, and then add on and more. And when somebody asks you, hey, do you do this? Really evaluate if you if you can do it, if you have done it, if you haven't, maybe practice it at home real quick, out in your garage or whatever, and build that, build that skill base. And then the next time someone, um, the next time someone asks you to do it, you know you can. Uh, real quick, uh, I also have lawnmower blade sharpening and knife sharpening. If you enjoy doing that, there is a market for it. Lawnmower blades, man, nobody sharpens them. Nobody sharpens them. If you can, if you can expound the 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 value in in sharpening lawnmower blades, you can offer a service to come take the blade off for them take it back to your place or do it mobile, sharpen the blade and reinstall it for someone, do a, a, a lawnmower service, come to them and do a lawnmower service. That is some value right there. That is some value. Uh, Loco says in college, I did drywall painting, roofing, tile painting, uh, electrical, did anything. Did I say painting? Yes. Yes. Um, Hanging Laundry says, what do you think about commuting to a city 55 miles away and do odd jobs versus small town nearby? Depends on where the work is. 
depends on where the work is. If you got more than enough work to keep you busy in a small town, and I don't know what you mean by small, uh, I'm saying if you have a town that's uh, a couple thousand people, there's people that need shit done. Uh, really work the the distance, work closer to farther out. But a strategy for going 55 miles to do stuff is booking multiple jobs. Hey, um, yeah, if you can, if you can load up your lawnmower and you're going to go hit the city, um, and you're going to go, uh, for the day and travel 55 miles one way, travel 55 miles back, but knock out eight yards and just door to door to door to door to door until you fill that day. And either you really got good at hearing no, because no one had you do it, or you did as many jobs as you could in the time period you were there. It's worth it. Um, maybe it's worth it to do it once to, to put out some feelers. Maybe you start uh, accumulating a customer base there that you go to the city on Wednesdays. And then maybe you have to go to the city on Wednesdays and Fridays because you have so much work there. So that's, that's kind of my opinion on traveling um, and uh, the strategy behind that. But man, check that small town. You would be really surprised because there aren't the services there that there are in the city. There aren't people doing these things uh, and people need them done. And and as you walk, as you walk or drive around small towns, you'll see things that you can ask people if they want done. Just be observant. Uh, so that's kind of the list, guys. It's just a, a brainstorming list. Get those uh, idea juices flowing. Get uh, get you looking at your own life and the things you, en you enjoy or at least tolerate doing that, that you tolerate a little bit more if somebody was paying you to do them. Uh, but just think about it. Don't ever say, I, I can't make money. You might not be able to make the money you want to make, but you can make something. You just got to think about how to do it. Let's um let's get to the great freeze face. Oh, it was a great freeze face. Oh, yeah. I don't get to see that part. It just goes black on my end. Uh, let's get to that 30K drawing. Let me see. Let me see. Hey, on the nuts, guys. We made it. We made it without scrambling cheating. Uh, I haven't seen scrambling. He didn't get up. He slept in. He said he was getting up for 30 K and I figured he was going to have four or five entries in, but, uh, I haven't seen him at all. So let's, uh, let's get spinning before he wakes his ass up and gives somebody else a, uh, a, a chance to win this. Um, let's see, let's see. Let me get this up here. We're giving away 30,000 Satoshis today. We're going to give that away if you win it. Uh, reach out to me if you're on Telegram. That's the easiest way to send it. But if not, man, you can email me at info at thelotsproject.com and I will figure out how to get you that 30K. If you won and you didn't know it, I'll hold on to it for a while. But if we get to next Friday and it hasn't been claimed, we're going to go to 40. If somebody claims it, somebody wins it, I send it out. We'll go back to 10. Um, yeah, that's how it's going to work. So we're going to spin this up for Friday, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. Let's uh, let's give away some sats. Here we go. Round and round and round, round and round it goes. Hey, Philippine Nomad, thanks for hanging out. Congratulations. My man, Mike, the Philippine Nomad, is a constant winner with the Lots Project. 
and I have no issue with Mike winning. Mike has been a OG supporter of the Lost Projects from way, way, way back. If Mike won all my drawings, I think he would uh, he would be the guy that would deserve it the most. I appreciate him, and uh, man, he's still hanging around after over a year. So thanks, Mike. I will uh, I will hit you on Telegram. I know uh, I know how to get a hold of you for sure. Anyway, it's been another week. I got to wrap this up. I got some stuff to do. We got to get uh, the dogs walked and I got to process the show. And then I got to get out and work out at Delinquents Gully for another day with uh, old Toolman Tim. I hope you had a great day, guys. I hope you uh, enjoyed the episode. If you did enjoy it, uh, consider sharing it. Uh, another week of, uh, of shows in the books. If you're not on the email list, be sure to head over to the Lots Project, sign up for that email list. Saturdays, I send out a recap of the previous week. Sundays, I send out a, uh, a Lots Project update with a preview of the upcoming week. So be sure to tune in for that for sure. Oh, other than that, it's uh, it's been a good, it's been a week. It's been busy and uh, it's going to continue to be busy here for a little while, but busy is good. If you like, if you'd like to participate in the live show every day, you can do that Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about it. You can find a post about it along with links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I am affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys. Make it an awesome weekend. I appreciate you showing up every morning and hanging out with me and having coffee. Kick it in the ass, guys. I can't wait to catch up with you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs>